It's as good as it's going to get. Welcome to another edition of Microphone Therapy Minus Cocktails with Heather. I don't know what to say. We I don't have we don't have Heather here tonight, so it's uh, I'm not going to call it cocktail therapy. Evangelist. Um, I think that we should start every show with us saying that we're all sorry. No. So that way it covers whatever nope. shit that vomits out of our system. <laughs> and then if anyone hits us with any bullshit, nope. we just say, hey, the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode was we're sorry. No. Vagisil, I'm sorry. I am not going to apologize for anything that we talk about. It's sarcastic. <laughs> so was that. So, uh, so I not Mike's not going to say it, and I don't care if you say it or not. But I am Joe Spiegel. Okay, fucking railroad. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Two, sorry. three. Good thing I can. Mike, edit sorry, that three. I'm sorry. So yes, I, I was listening to uh, Philip DeFranco, and uh, this guy. Okay, not Philip DeFranco, but the guy that he's talking about. His name is James Charles. Now, how many of you have heard of James Charles? Mm-mm. I have. I, I don't know much about him. I just know that he does a lot of makeup uh, videos on YouTube. That's and all you need to know. I can't believe it's a guy because I was like, I'll fuck her right in the mouth. <laughs> Once you hear the voice, you're like, okay, that's a dude. It's like a Richard Greco, Grace Jones slash weird porn star Joker smile. A lot of heavy eye makeup thing yeah, going on. Yeah, you could fool me. You could, like, a, if a, a quick glimpse, I, you like, okay, that's like a Demi Moore thing going right, on, right? right? With the short hair. Until and then, the shoulders. Then I looked at the shoulder design. Like, and, the, and, the, ah. and the Adam's apple, and you're like, oh, no, never mind. Where's the Adam's apple? Oh, that's just an angle. See, they know how to... It's a shadow. It's a YouTube personality, so they, you know, it does makeup. He knows how to angle himself perfectly to make him look more feminine and shit. So, this guy, James Charles, does makeup tutorials on YouTube. Maybe I do know who it is, then. I... So, when I brought up his Wikipedia... Wait a minute. First... Can I stop you? Is this the guy that can look like anyone? I don't know. Okay, go ahead. The scary old man. <laughs> that was a terrible interruption. I'm sorry, Mike. No, no, no. I, I, I don't know if um, there are multiple makeup tutorial channels where people make do all sorts of shit, and some of it's really fucking cool. Yeah, my daughter Cora, she does cosplay and shit, and she learned how to do makeup off of these videos, and now she can do that weird like shading on the cheeks to make her cheeks look higher, her cheekbones look higher or lower, and it's she's really good at it now. I'm like, that, that you should, that's a job. So. When I brought up his his um, fucking Wikipedia page, the first thing that I thought of is, and I've only seen like one or two, maybe a handful of short, short pieces on James Charles, mostly is because of Phil Franco or whatever else. The first thing I think of is he is completely fake. He's fake. Everything that he does is fake. He, he, he hosted a series called Instant Influencer in 2020. Who gives a shit? Well, I mean, technically, if you put makeup on to make your appearance look completely different than how you naturally look, I mean, that, that's technically being fake. Well, yeah. That, technically, I mean. But, I mean, uh, uh, beyond that, he's fake. He's he's just he's garbage. He's a garbage human like being. Like Jeffree Star? Uh, yeah. I, God, I, I haven't heard that oh name in a God. while. You haven't missed anything. <laughs> so since the launch of his channel, Charles has made a number of collaborative videos working with the Kardashians, Little Nas, Kesha. I don't know who the fuck Madison Beer is. Don't care. Nope, Doja Cat, Jojo Siwa, who is a nobody anymore. Charlie D'Amelio, who is becoming a nobody. Addison Rae, Trixie Mattel. Great. 
of Vonnie Gregg, Brett, Brettman Rock. What the? All these names just make me want to go get a cabin up in Montana and just retire. And he, and then he sang a cover of Driver's License. I don't really care about that. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because what's going to happen next is we are going through kind of a... We're going to talk about James Charles because James Charles is a pedophile. He is a predator fucking kid toucher. He has asked for multiple people. And he says he's only like 20 years old. He's 21, I so think. 21. So he says. He's 22. Who knows how old he is? I you know, I can't believe anything that comes out of his mouth right now. But, so to speak. But he has been Snapchatting <laughs> with a 14-year-old. Boy or girl? Doesn't matter. A 14-year-old. But it's boy in this case. What if it's like a mentor role? He's been Snapchatting and asking for naked pictures of a 14-year-old male. What if it's like to, you know, give advice on, you know, how you should, you know, show your parents? I'm not even going to... Joseph, please. Shame on you. Ugh. First thing we're going to do is take naked pictures. Isn't it weird how Joe always just bounces back and forth? He's like, I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but what if the 12-year-old boy's penis had a boil on it and he was just trying to help? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because uh, we, we've talked about doing... hell for you. <laughs> doing devil's advocate shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why. So <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Um, so anyways, in February 21, a 16-year-old TikTok user accused <coughs> Charles of grooming him, stating that Charles had unsolicited nude photos... I'm sorry, had sent unsolicited nude photos and pressured him into sexting on Snapchat. I don't see how you can pressure anybody into sexting, but that okay. Charles discovered that the user was 16 years old in a statement posted to Twitter, which is blatantly false. This is false right here. On the user's TikTok page, he states his at he states the year that he was born and how old he is and in every set in every sext and every text like the very first text that he sent, he goes, I'm 16 years old. And James Charles is saying, you you never told me how old you were. And he has evidence of it on his texts. So for James Charles to say stuff like that, he didn't know. He's fucking lying. This guy needs to go. YouTube needs to stop protecting these fucking people. There are multiple predators like Onision and James Charles and whoever else that are out there that prey on preteens, teens, Anybody that's under the age of 16, and they're fucking disgusting. Now it you're pisses say, me off. You're saying YouTube, which is a platform that was bought and is now owned by Google. Correct. So who at Google is what you're really saying? Or is it like YouTube has still got their own shop, and they're operating under Google? And they're, No, so, Google, YouTube is an independent, not independent. They are an independent corporation owned by Google. It's kind of so, like Marvel Studios, even though they're owned by Disney, they still run by their own thing. So when you, Mike, say this guy is being protected, he literally is being protected by YouTube's shop, not necessarily the umbrella of Google. He's probably being protected by the umbrella of Google because he brings them in a lot of fucking money. Okay. So, and I didn't, uh, or I did happen to, <clears throat> and I, I'm always interested in these kinds of uh, things for some reason. This guy's worth 3.5. Will you go back up real fast? I'm sorry. I was worth 12. They showed his net worth. Which 12 million dollars. Yeah, it was 12. That's a lot of money. I also caught that he is the first male. Can you go back up one more time? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> he is the first male uh, to be endorsed by Cover Girl. I don't. It, We're talking a major line of makeup here. Fucking diversity. I could give shit less. No, but I'm saying so. He's got some major backing here. Yeah. See, I don't care about any more about the first woman this, the first trans that. I just want it all to be done and over with, so then everyone has equal ground, and then we'll just shut the fuck up about being this and that. No, I, I, I want to know why he's getting away with it. 
because he does this fall back into the scenario that people get protected because they he are, has power. Yeah, that we talked about this last week. Influ- he's yep. called an influencer for a reason, I, but I mean, he has power because of the people that he hangs out with the the celebrities, if you want to call them that, that are also that have power. The cover girl, right? YouTube. These these companies are protecting him. I tried to make this point last week with Heather. And you were strictly opposed to it, only because of the context that we were implying it in. Right. And you called it the Star Chamber, Chamber. which I don't... What does that mean? Star Chamber is a group of powerful people. There was a movie about it. It's called Star Chamber, which is like a sci-fi, but it's based in some sort of actual reality. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, when you... The Star Chamber in, in reality... Or in conspiracy reality, however you want them. It, it consists of the Rockefellers, the Vanderbilts, the Carnegies at the time, and whoever else. The ones that run the world, okay? And that's 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 why they came up with that, that whole idea behind it. So they, they were Star Chamber, or they run the universe, or whatever, their universe. Um, in this case, it's it's not a Star Chamber, but it's kind of. Yeah. Where they're protecting their asset, Right, mm-hmm. he makes twelve million. He, well, he's worth twelve million. He probably makes that company more than twelve million dollars a year with his tutorials and everything else. And that ad revenue, yeah. And then he does something like a Jared. Like I mean, Subway protected Jared right up until Jared got caught and fucking got wheeled right out of his house with child porn. I forgot all about that until you just brought it up again. So, How weird was that, too? I don't mean to take you off subject, but not, not for me. Huh? I was surprised. Well, yeah, because it's it's a guy that they yanked off of the street technically because because he sent in a letter that showed you know that he started eating subway every day and then he lost a bunch of weight and so they just like oh this is a good poster boy and i wanted to go along with it i was like good for this guy and he has a nice smile and the whole thing well to me it's just it shows that just because someone did something one one thing good for themselves doesn't mean that overall they're a good person maybe they want to fuck kids in the ass anybody's anybody and everybody has some kind of secret or past or something it, it's not no, no do you have a secret or a past no then you know i'm just saying that most people are capable of it or do and like we're all gray area people no one the, most people are not black or white it's gray it, but the, the stories about jared started coming out way before he started his children's charity and the stories that came out from Jared were, or about Jared, were from the subway workers in and of themselves. There's, there's like a huge history of Jared attempting to, or in some cases, no pun intended, pulling off these fucking sexual assaults. If you want to call it that, yeah, he was into teenage girls, right? Uh, he, um, I don't know exactly. Maybe pop. I mean, he, he's in the you know anybody under the age of eighteen or sixteen in some places. So like New York State is the age of consent is seventeen. So anybody under the age of sixteen, we'll just say. And the stories started gaining traction. He starts a children's charity. He started a children's charity with a known pedophile. Fucking Jimmy Savile, man. And that's how he got caught. So, in the same thing that's going on with this guy, James Charles. Like, if you've done it once, and I've, I'll, I'll always say this, you've done it a hundred times. That's what he likes about these high school boys. He gets older, they stay the same age. They just stay the same age. They certainly do. They certainly do. Yeah. It'd be better if you did. So, so <laughs> just, a, just like Whole a couple... A lot cooler if you did. Just a month and a he half ago. A lot cooler if you did. Um, this kid, Jake Cherry, 
who is a 16-year-old TikTok user, posted a video showing alleged messages between him and Charles, including a shirtless picture, as well as messages in which Charles accused Cherry of lying about his age. Although Cherry stated that Charles was aware of his age during the interaction. That's the dude I'm talking about. The other guy, I made a mistake. So these two kids are 16 years old, which means that he's targeting at least 16-year-olds. And they're both a month apart, February, March. So if he's doing this in just those two instances, well, what about January? And what about December? You know, and what about whatever? He's 21 years old. So, and they want to institute, they, states want to start instituting this seven year, seven or 20 or 10 year, a 10 year gap. So that like, if you're 21 years old and you get caught with a 14 year old, you're not going to. And the parameters of it being, okay. Within, within X amount of years. Reckless California already has one desperate. of those. It's like six or it's like six or seven years. I think that people that are into teenagers when they're already in their adult years, they need to have a psychological evaluation to find Maybe out something why them. they think that they need to be with someone that age. Yeah. That much younger than them. And then of course, just last month, Charles posted a fourteen minute video that's ap- apologizing. That's what I'm looking at it. And he said it was reckless and desperate. I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I flirted with you and I'm really sorry if I ever made you feel uncomfortable. He didn't know what he was doing. Bullshit. Knew exactly what he was no, doing. He that person he, that he already person said he didn't know. Pretty oh, much yeah. has a pick of the litter. Okay. I guarantee you like that you said that. That that Charles can go out there and bang pretty much anyone he wants. And so he doesn't have to, you know, fall for the oh the sixteen year old. No, no, no. It that that's a choice. Yeah. When you have when you have that much power and influence. Well, you, one you, of one of the businesses that he does he he works with Morph Eyeshadow. Okay, I didn't know who that was. So this company called Morph, I guess, is what it is. Um, supposedly cut ties. Yet when you look right at their top line, right there, www.morph.com. Tell me what it says. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> Shopmorph.com to blend the rules. Eyeshadow palettes, makeup brushes, and lip colors from James Charles, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Smith. That was a Jacqueline Smith. Oh, and what's, and <laughs> what's one Hill of the biggest others. ones right here? The, the Underneath all the links, you yeah. know, underneath the main link, there's yep. all these other the mini James links. James Charles right? palette. So they didn't cut ties with them. That's been... We're we're talking almost a month. Unless ago. they have a huge inventory, they got to blow out. <laughs> you got any more pictures of this guy? Because when I first saw his face, what was, to jerk off to? Well, hang on. When I first saw his face, I was like, I was like, oh, I want to fuck her right in the mouth. <laughs> and if you can show me some more pics, I mean, I know it's a boy now, but maybe I won't change my mind. Let's see. Anything? That dude is just no fucking no, heinous. No. Look at this. Looks like a clown right there. Yeah, he's a complete. Well, he's a clown. He's an ass clown. Clown. Look at that. Sure. That's Jeffrey Star right there. Jeffrey Star with the pink hair. They might have picked the best one actually. And what has recordings about Jeffrey Star claims he has recordings from a victim. It's not a bad. Pick. Go back down to that one. Let me see. Uh, yeah. I don't no. Know. I'm done with that guy. I can't pretty stand fucked up. Fucking looking at him. Her. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that one right there. He's like, I'm a boy. Wants to be a girl. Oh, is it working? <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight, baby. Not tonight. Wait, how much coke do you have? <laughs> Not enough. I'm overage. So I don't even know if I'm going to... Who cares about the racist tweets about Africa and Ebola? There, who cares about that? You don't even provide an, any information about what his... His timeline of allegations are you don't prove you don't provide any information on it. Just he posted racist tweets. Good job, Vulture. Who did? James Charles. On top of 
pedophilia? He's a racist? Well, supposedly, but there's no. There's uh, no I real think he evidence. made racially insensitive comments. Oh boy! Now we got two counts. Uh, let's see. He tweeted that the movie it was awful. This caused a frenzy of backlash. <laughs> How dare you have a negative opinion about a beloved film? And then one month after his Twitter drama, <laughs> he released a Pennywise-inspired makeup tutorial. Huh. That's Con- that's conflicting. That's why I don't care about these people Allegations? anymore. Allegations? Fucking. There's. Look, I, uh, I'm not telling you to wallow in despair because there's people suffering around the world, but there are people suffering on the world, and then this shit is the news. I fucking don't care about these people. These people are shit. You know who else I can't stand? Perez. I, I want to say they're worthless human beings, but monetarily, they're not worthless human beings. 12 million, but baby. But in any other regard, besides monetarily, they're fucking worthless. I don't... I, even monetarily, I could give a shit less about how much money he has. I just mean they have money. You're, they're, you're they're fucking... Worth, they're worth money worth. If you're a fucking piece of shit, you're a fucking piece of shit with $12 million and no better than anybody else. Um, okay. I'm, I'm just trying to go through this timeline of bullshit to see if there's... Um, there's never been a worse time to live vicariously through other people than there is right now. What's Vulture? That sounds it's a like website. Sounds like something I'd like to look at. Well, it's they, they pretty much call themselves that, so you don't call them that. It's like kind of like how black people took the end bomb, you know, and they... Uh, they, they call themselves it because then that belittles the power of that word for themselves. I mean, is this a good site or is this grocery store swag? It's so grocery gonna, store swag. You're going to okay. call us vultures, so we'll just call ourselves a vulture. Yeah, okay. I mean, just looking at the, the this timeline of allegations and controversies. Are, this is a controversy because the backlash for the price of tickets for his tour was like fi- is like $500 for a VIP package. What about KISS? What about Metallica? Those those bands are charging upwards of five grand or ten grand for backstage fucking VIP passes. Shut and up. They, and they should. They've um, earned it. Let's see. Sugar Bear. Not this makeup pop tart. Sugar Bear. Was a direct. Who cares? So if this guy was sitting here right now, what would you say? Uh, oh, I almost said Jeffrey Star. Um, punch him in his fucking neck. Would you? Yeah, I can't would you stand him? this dude. You'd physically assault him. I would physically assault someone him. Someone who's a loud mouth like like Charles is, he probably wouldn't let you get a word in edgewise. He's so used to Not like if he had a ball gag. Used yeah. to talking <laughs> so much into that microphone. Yeah, and he's from New York. So, yeah, I, I saw mean, that too. So I, you know he's just fucking. Blah, 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 blah. So he thinks he's like the he's the. He's like, the so people knees. from New York are like, I'm from New York. I verbally, <laughs> I verbally abuse him until he just balled up and cried. Yeah. Um. I I can't stand people like him. How long do you think that would take? Um. I don't know. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. I don't. Because you know, at first, to be firing back, like. Oh, I I would just start. Off, I would just start off with with the most derogatory shit I could think right, of. The stuff we can't say on here, even yeah. though we want to. Yeah. Because because he is. I'd be like, okay, Barbie, check it out. <laughs> but none of this. Look, none of this is is controversial. I take him to work with me and make him work. Like you ever run a skill saw? Oh my god, is that a bit of sweat? Oh my god. <laughs> no. No, thank you. This eyeliner was supposed to oh be waterproof. God. The only time I want to sweat is when I'm taking it anally. Have you guys ever heard of the H3 podcast? H3 H3? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, so Ethan Klein no. has become one of my new heroes, and he he doesn't hold back when it comes to talking about this stuff or David Dobrik or Logan or the Pauls, whatever their fucking names They're are. They're appalling people. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we have to hold Jake back? Paul, then? Logan Mike's Paul. Like, hold back. Mike has these moments. It's no, no, like no. a roller coaster. Like, sometimes, you know, it's a, you know fuck it. And then, no, we can't. No, 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 no. Fuck it. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck when it. I talk, just talk how we do in our 
text, and then I get here, he's all, because there are some <laughs> things that we can say and can't say. No, no, no. Uh, understand this. No, I, 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 we I totally are on YouTube, get it. like on the podcast. Yeah, uh, anything goes, but this podcast goes out to YouTube, right? We can't say. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna list the seven, the seven bad <laughs> words: shit, cunt, fuck, motherfucker, ass, cocksucker. hole, cocksucker, and Tits. one other. Tits. Literally, what? you are not allowed to say that on YouTube. You are not uh, allowed to say faggot. Uh, that person is gay. Yeah. Uh, that's gay. Anything that's transphobic. Yeah. yeah. Any. Yeah. Uh, fuck trannies. You can't say trannies. <laughs> trannies have penises. You can't dead name anybody either. Oh yeah. Uh, Bruce Jenner. What? Yeah. Um, what the uh, fuck does um, that mean? Uh, what, what is it? You uh, can't call. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. Dead name. You can't call Caitlyn Jenner Bruce Jenner. Yeah, because it's a dead name. You can't say their dead name. You have to oh. say their new name. Like, um, for example, um, Juno. Elliot, Elliot Page. Elliot. Ellen Page. You oh, cannot say Ellen. God you say damn. Ellen Page, you're going to get fucking canceled. I just canceled myself. So can just I? Now. Can I? By the way, boom. I don't believe in cancel culture, and I don't care. Can I caveat real quick? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the Elliot thing got under my skin, and I clickbaited on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and I was like, oh, the Juno girl, which she was always kind of a boy, anyways, though, right? But I was like, oh, tomboys knocked up in the asshole, sweet. Michael Sarah, who I love. Is it Michael Sarah? Yeah, Michael Sarah. So I thought the movie was cute, right? And then she's like, no, I've always identified as a boy. No, she hasn't. And he. I have a penis now. And I was like, so I was so confused by the fucking article. I'm like, wait. Uh, Elliot Page doesn't have a penis. No, the, yeah, he hasn't had any surgery. Gender at all. reassignment. Has not. Has not had any gender That's reassignment. That's not what I read. No. Nope. Pull it up. Has not. Pull it up. I've I've been following. Okay. Then I, but I, I, must have, I must have, no, I, I believe you. I must have missed. I, no, I looked it up too because I was, I, there's times where I get confused about this because there's also yeah. people that identify as being male even though they have, they still have all the parts of being female. So then what nice. happens? She still oh, does. They're coming. See, they're coming oh, I'm to sorry. cancel us. I'm sorry, Elliot. You still do have a vag. My cops are coming now. Good job, Joe. We, we dead named. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> That's fucking we funny. talked about this. Yeah. Uh, they don't do gender reassignment. That's my fucking when they, ID on me. When they come out, and she only came out like last year. She, she had her tits mean, cut off. Yeah. Hold he. On. Did you say cat her tits? Okay. So that's right next door. Dude, How that cool sounded that? like it was on your goddamn. They're looking for like, the dog. Like you put it on the mic. It sounded like that shit. Um. She transformed my life. You better not hit my fucking car. In his first interview since coming out as transgender. <laughs> the only reason why Ellen Page came out as transgender is because A, her star is on the drop. B, no one gives a shit about Ellen slash Elliot Page. Wait a minute. No one Wait gives a, a shit. Wait a minute. You're saying her career is failing, so he is now changing sexes? Name one movie that you've seen Ellen Elliot Page in since Juno. I will. Inception. No. Oh, really? When, how long oh, ago yeah. did that come out? Yeah. That came out in 2010. And that you know that's, that's eleven years ago. Okay. Also, the um the the remake that fucking remake of the Kiefer Sutherland movie Flatliners that came out almost eleven years. Did ago. Did you watch? No, that? Flatliners came out about five years ago. There's some weird movie called Hard. Remember, because I kept laughing at the trailer because because he's sounding a monkey, sounding a monkey. Oh yeah, that's right. Trailer. There's twenty seventeen. There's yeah. some yeah. weird movie called Hard Candy where that, she tries to bust out of Patrick a, Wilson. Her a and Patrick pedophile. Wilson. Yeah, that was twenty years ago. No, Hard uh, Candy was like 2005, so it was like 16 years ago. Yeah, yeah. and she's because like, my dad. I'm sorry, he was like, "Why does she get to keep her clothes on off?" Wait, what? The only the I'm only a- thing that she because Flatliners was a fucking miserable failure. 
The only thing that really catapulted her back into the spotlight was Umbrella Academy. After that, before that, you hadn't really heard from El- Elliot Page at all until Umbrella Academy came out. So, what would you say and about this? About he, Elliot Page saying that because of the culture of Hollywood, that that he was afraid to come out for all that whole time, including it, during Inception, where he had to wear dresses and shit like that, and it made him crawl, you know, crawling in the skin kind of thing, right? But he had to to play ball to stay in the you know the Hollywood spotlight. But what if I mean they they you're disputing that like you, like someone I'm, I'm disputing the fact that they chose this moment because so you suspicious timing yeah it's, it's okay. absolutely because everybody's choosing this moment to come out as transgender or pro LGBT or pro gay I call them I call them elemental people and yeah the alphabet <laughs> and I have no problem you know. I'm going to defend myself, but I have no problem. I've never had any problem with gay people. I, if you're gay, you're gay. I don't care. I don't, you don't need to announce it to the fucking world. I don't, I've never had to announce to the world that I'm a man. It well, is you're a white man. You already won. If, if you could change anything, what, <laughs> but, what would it be? Black. I, I'd be like, can I get a little bit bigger? I would love to have some brother in me. And I mean, like, <laughs> genetically, not physically in me. Can I just know? get an inch or two? Yeah. but yeah. I like to have but a mixture you don't, of everything. You don't actually. have black people coming out saying they're black. You know, I'm a black male or I'm a black female. You don't have Asians going, I'm an Asian male or an Asian female. You sure about it's that? Because every character gay. that they play, like, that has any kind of power in movies, is always starts with the term black. Says who? Black, uh, black lightning, black, black panther. Lightning. Black lightning has been around <laughs> for 40 years. Black panther has been around for 50 years. I'm saying that it always has to be identified with black in front of it. it but almost all, all, every but time. You, you wouldn't have known about black panther unless you were a fan of the comic book up until the Marvel movie was released. That, that, that comic was doing nothing. I'm just throwing it out there, man. But it, it's a, that's a misnomer because it's a, it's a, also based on the animal, the Black Panther. Right. So we could throw that one out. Black Lightning, I, I understand. Yeah, I, that. Uh, but Luke Cage. I know, that, and that, that's like the surprising one. Instead of Black Cage <laughs> or something, or, you know? there's Black Dynamite, which is a parody. I, I get right. Negro Modelo. It's just beer. Yeah. You always have to announce that, you know. That you're this. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I don't... Black people don't announce that they're black man. I'm black man walking unless they're making fun of themselves or they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. You know? You just reminded me of something. I was watching this movie with my wife, and it was about the guy that played the uh, horn. It was called Miles Apart, and it was about... uh, Miles Davis? Miles Davis. And she was like looking at me and she's like, what? And I was like, you don't understand. She's like, what don't I understand now? And I was like, like no white guy could ever be as cool as like, I said a black musician. But I think like black guys in general, like. Yeah, George Carlin said it best. You can never, like a white guy can never even get close to. Like, not even that 98 Degrees guy. What, what's his name? Nick Lachey? No. Who's the other fucking guy? Who cares? He's an actor and he's a singer and fuck Are you it. talking about Justin Timberlake? Yeah, I mean, even, even that fucking faggot yeah. can't get close to, like, like if you're just, like, literally, if you're just black, you, like, out-black everything. What about Daryl Hall? Who the fuck is That's that? That's a cool motherfucker. Who's Daryl Hall? He's Hall and Oates? Is he black? He's the white dude. Oh, is he? He's got soul. He's got rhythm. Yeah. I mean... Do you know what I'm talking about, though? It's true. That's that's, but that's the Carlin joke. She just uh, pulled the Carlin joke on you. You oh. don't look. Look, <laughs> she like, pulled it on me. Yes, she probably I mean, look, did. There's people that try. Because Carlin said, 
Tell it. Tell. I want to Car- know. Carlin said, "Look, for all you white people out there, you'll never be as cool as black people. Stop oh, it." See, I never even heard that one. See, here's the thing: you don't try to be. You don't try to be cool like a black person. You just right. be you. Right. And if you're cool, you're cool. Right. It, it, it's some people just don't get that. Yeah. It's. But, yeah. It's, but, it's but real quick, annoying. back to Elliot Page. Fuck you. Me? Fuck, no. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Elliot Page. For ruining my morning because I was like, oh, there's one more per and 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 she he looks like a boy now. And, uh, look, I'm if she's comfortable being coming a man. What if I'm not comfortable? <laughs> who cares? It's not your. It's but it's not you. It's not I problem. look at it like Just this. Just go on with my life. Yeah, I look at it. it like this. I'm glad that I don't feel like I'm stuck in the wrong body. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm stuck in the wrong fucking yeah. fat body. But, but anybody, <laughs> anybody that decides. That they're uncomfortable in their own body and want right. to change, you know, because this is how they've always been. Right. More power to them. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about you coming out. Yeah. Well, it's just, really- just it's your personal business. It's yeah. not my personal business. Stop making it a public thing. What if though, like that's I, my problem. You know who it. else did that? Fucking uh, ex Mrs. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Right. Back like ten years ago, she was at this um, convention, this this lesbian, you know, gay convention, yeah. and she goes in front of the whole audience. She goes. I am a lesbian in Hollywood, and everyone's fucking uproaring and cheering for her. And then, what? Three years later, who does she marry after starring in the Rum Diary? Johnny fucking Depp. And then started throwing shit out his head. So that, that I think that the Amber Heard shit was way more opportunistic to me Wait than a minute, oh, absolutely. Was a lesbian. She was, and then all of a sudden Johnny no, Depp flipped. No, she her. never was. <laughs> you know what I mean? She just made up her own thing. Is she the one that pooped on Johnny Depp's bed? Yes, yeah, she pooped on his pillow. Oh. Yeah, there's there's police cam footage of it. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that would be worth doing in a situation like that because you know it'd probably come out. And I think if you have to sh- get to the point where you shit on someone's any anything of theirs, yeah, y- game's over. You've lost. No, but wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about so for this one, game just over. in those exact cir- circumstances. <laughs> it's, I'm out. It's that girl called what? What's her name? Amber Heard. And it's Johnny Depp, and she's like, and then she shits on his bed. And yeah. I, if so, like the way I am, I'd be like, so I, if like I was her and yeah. he was him, I'd be like, I just shit on your bed. Yeah. Everybody's going to know about it. And like, and I bet he was like, God damn it. I was just buying a new bed. Well, she, she, not only she shit on his bed, she was like throwing plates at his skull. But the poop on fucking... the bed part's the best. I, it, it's that to me, that's like when you hit below the belt. Just because that's that's the last right. thing you have, so it's like, oh, you got a little dick, or you're you're a mama's boy, or some. He shit can't like that. jack swallow his way out of that one. <laughs> no, he can't. You are absolutely right. But oh, again, I, and I'll go right back to what I just said, which is, I, I don't care if you're gay, straight, transgender, swapping bodies or fucking brains or whatever. Yeah. You don't need to make it public. It's not important. I'm tired of it being thrown in yeah. my face. Stop making this shit public just so that you can get fucking clout. And that's all right. that's about. I'm, I'm tired of watching something that 20 years ago would have just been a show I can enjoy. And they're making a point to have like two guys kiss or. And, and oh, the same thing is happening with uh, the new Superman shit. <laughs> so there's there's two movies that they're trying to make at Warner Brothers under J.J. Abrams DC Comics flag. And one of them, I can't remember. Um, the other one is they're trying to make a black Superman. Holy shit. Like, like if you look up on YouTube, there's an entire black community of fucking, uh, comic book YouTube channels. The amount of vitriol that's coming out of that saying, if you do this, you are fucking stupid for making, like you can make a black Superman, but you can't call him Kal-El. You cannot call him Clark Kent. Like James Bond being black right? or female. Like, because he's originally written to be a certain way, right? Correct. So. I, 
have to hear how you feel about Black Superman because you get so fucking uptight about these things because they don't follow the lineage of the stuff. No, and, that's and, me. And, and I don't. Too. I don't. I wouldn't mind a person from Krypton that's black that has Superman powers. Yeah, that's like how say I feel. you know like one of the three. I can't. You know the three that were in the Phantom Zone. I can't remember what they're called. Oh yeah, yeah. Zod's yeah. people. Okay, if one of them were black, that, that you know originally uh, that doesn't fucking bother me at all. Just don't change someone just to change him so that there's inclusion, diversity, for diversity's sake. You can't fundamentally change a character just to make them more acceptable or less acceptable, and especially established characters. Right. Like, they didn't try to make Black Panther white. That was never in the cards. They, they never tried to make Iron I like Man things, black. I like things that don't or feel Spider-Man forced. Spider-Man black. Things that are natural. I just watched yesterday... I just watched Death Proof again, okay? Tarantino film. And the whole movie is, the first half is chicks that get fucking stalked by by a fucking killer, and then he kills them all because they're just regular chicks. Then the second half is chicks that are fucking badass because they all work on film sets. They're like stunt chick women, right? And they turn the tables on him and they fuck him up. And the movie has one of the most satisfying endings I've ever seen in movie history. I, I fucking love it. Every time I see it, I laugh and I, I clap, okay? Right. Because of how it ends. They fuck Kurt Russell up and it's great. And so, and it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like, oh, these are a bunch of chicks turning the tables on this guy. No, it just feels like these are people and he fucked with the wrong people. You know, it's cool that they're chicks, but it never at one time feels like, ooh, you see what chicks can do? No, it just works. Just like when you watch Aliens with Ripley and she's fucking everybody up. It's like, ooh, this chick is fucking everybody. No, Ripley's fucking everybody right. up. You know what I'm saying? I So, see, so, it can be done. It can totally be done when it's not fucking forced. So, honestly, I, I will be brutally honest with you. The the part at the very end of the movie where they fuck him up, <laughs> yeah, I could jack off to that. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but like you know, I feel like it's coming. You're fucking disturbing. I'm not. I'm not kidding because it's so fucking hot. You're just weird. And no, it's not that weird though. <laughs> Kleenex. TP, TP, TP. Uh, seriously though, I could. I. That's how hot it is. Okay. What? That, you know what's funny? You brought that up, what? and you know, I was listening to that show that I listened to. Yeah. I won't bring it up. Um. And they had Kurt Russell in, who was so this this was two this is 2011. Yeah. So the movie came out in 2011, and he was promoting the movie, and he came into the studio with those guys and was talking about, and he said exactly those words. He's like, the first half of the movie is like a complete horror movie. Yeah. Right. And then and then it's so satisfying that ending. I've and I don't like watching my movies, but I watched the movie and I love the ending of this movie love it. because and and it's just. It's perfect. That's what he said. It was a perfect ending to a movie. Yeah, and then, and then it ends with when they when they hit his car and it flips over and he's hanging out the door and he's screaming like a girl. Ah, right. I'm fucking laughing. Can so I hard. can I tell you why that actually that part actually bothers me? Why? And you know Tarantino's going to bring that stuff out. But I, so here's the gay thing of the day. Right. Kurt uh, Russell yes. in the thing. I'm like, like I'll put that movie on because I love it. McCready, like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, God. I, I don't want to get into any fucking thing theories. We, no, but no, we, it's we not. It's, it's so, so simple. Much. It's so easy. Like th- that movie will come on. I'm like, God damn, he's good looking. Oh yeah, like, I, he yeah, was in a, his prime. He's a handsome man. And I was like, yeah. fuck, and the, like the way he carries himself. So to see him go like, ah, oh, what's going on? 
I was like, that that part was horrible. But I loved for it me, because like, I it was, was broken hearted because out of, that's like, what his, he was doing to other people. Like like the, when he killed Rose McGowan in his car, right? You know, she's screaming and shit. Now he's fucking screaming. It's hilarious. You know, I have a problem with the beginning of the movie though. I'm like, it's a slow. Yeah, it, it's. Definitely, I don't dig but, the beginning of the movie yeah. like I do the end. And well, I think it. And here's the reason why: it's that slow build. And yeah, it's supposed to. If you if you go to slasher films from the era that it's, it, I mean, the movie's set now in two thousand seven when it was made. Yeah. But it's so six. But it's um, it's still got that feel of the seventies, right? And so it it works in that regard because when you watch those films and it, like when you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right, and it gets you into those characters, and then all of a sudden they get starting getting picked off one by yeah. one, right? I've only seen part two of that. Uh, uh, you know, I just watched part two again for the first time in like 30 years. It's cheesy and good. And I didn't like it. Is that like, the I, Robert Rodriguez one? Uh, Texas Chainsaw? Oh, Texas. Mm, yeah. yeah. That was just, that's just, that was, was that the one that was, I think that's on Pluto right now. Part two was not like I remembered it. And I, I didn't I really care for, for it, it that much. Really? No. I like the first one a lot better. I think part I've two is all. a. And they're both done by Toby, Toby Hooper. I think part two is a perfect 80s piece of cheesy fluff. I think oh, it's it, yeah, perfect I mean, it, for what it is. There's some scary shit with it, some creepy shit with it, but it's. I, just moves the mic towards you. But it's just not. No, there. It's a, it, I, no, it's an automatic cult classic for sure. Uh, agree to disagree. Really? Yeah, it is not. It is not. Anywhere on the level of the first one, it's weird that it does not feel like it's, it's done by it, Toby. You know Hooper. what? Anything can it's, be a cult classic. It is not a shitty movie. Yeah, it's it's of the time. It's perf- right. It's a perfect of the time piece. Right. Um, just like like fr- like Friday the Thirteenth. Everybody says that's a classic. Uh, the first one? Yeah, the first. I one. I don't care for that movie. I I've don't. seen. I, I've I, seen I, one. And I don't five. mind watching it because Kevin Bacon's in it, but. He's in the first one? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. You, you would be surprised. Which one like, he was in, but I knew he was in. Of these slasher movies, like, okay, the Nightmare ones, I've seen like one and three. Friday, I've seen one and five. And uh, what were we just talking about? Texas? Texas. I've seen, I've, I've seen two in parts of when they rebooted it. Is that Rob well, Zombie? Have, no, no, no. That was Halloween. Oh. But they did reboot Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've seen Halloween. Yeah, they had a part three. It was called Leatherface. Yeah. I never saw Leatherface. And part four with... And um, part four was the re- the new generation or something. With like Matthew with- McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. And I've seen part of that where he, he puts the... That's got to be one of his first roles, yeah. right? And he he sticks the knife in his mouth or something. But I I, I remember only, the remake. The remake wasn't bad. That was with Jessica Biel, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's got a great ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. My Just God. Timberlake is tearing that up, man. Yeah. Still? Yeah, they're still married. Oh. I can never keep up with who's been with because wasn't he? Um, he was fucking Madonna. He was wasn't fucking he bouncing off Jenna Cameron Jackson. Diaz? He was fucking everybody. Hey, wasn't he? He, he just puts Cameron his dick Diaz in everything. He's like John Mayer. Yeah. My son's named after Cameron Diaz. Yeah, he's like John Mayer. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty All much right. yeah. All right, John Mayer. Once he realized that he, I think he quit writing songs because he's like, I got enough songs. I'm getting enough pussy. I'm good. I want to talk <laughs> about Texas though. So the first one has got to be obviously super low budget. Oh yeah, it was made for oh, like. Oh, and then so here's the thing about thousand dollars some shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, so here's the thing about the second one. So it catches on, but I don't think they spent a lot of money on that either. No, that most of those movies were under five million dollars. But it horror still fits. films in general weren't taken seriously for a very very yeah. long time. So what was well, that the, was 1986 though? Yeah. What, what was the studio that the Nightmare on Elm Street guys started at New Line? New, Cinema? It's always been New Line Cinema. Yeah. They it, well, I, Paramount got into it with um when with Freddy Goes to Hell. Or 
or Jason Goes to Hell. So wow. the, the Hold thing, on a second. Going Hold. back to not a lot of money, though, real quick. The New Line Cinema thing, I did watch a documentary on that and like how they spun the room that they actually built. Which I don't. Yeah, Mike oh, yeah, loves I, talking I, about And that. I mean, they I didn't have a lot of money, so they did have to be ingenious. Like when he, when he, when uh, Freddy Krueger leans through the wall, it's just a bed sheet. I love that shit. But yeah. they pulled it off. I love that because a fifteen dollar bed sheet, well, yeah, and they I, do a I really that, good thing in film. Yeah, and and then that's what we talked about before a long time ago is that like sometimes when you have a low budget, it it forces more creativity, right? And you get better filmmaking sometimes, right. a lot of times out of that shit yeah. instead of because if you notice like directors who started off with small stuff and they made this great stuff, right? Like say District Nine, right, done by Neil Blomkamp, it was only made for like ten million bucks, right? But then. You know, and you see what he did with the visuals on that shit, and then all of a sudden you give him a hundred million dollar budget with Elysium, and I liked Elysium. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, but still, it relied more on the visual effects than better storytelling, yeah. like it did with District Nine. And, and they're so, working on District Ten. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. I, you know, I, I want to see what's going on with that, you know. But and I, I wanted to see what he was going to do with an Alien Five. Did, and did stuff, you but. see the short stories thing he came out with? Yeah, on Prime. Yeah, there's I, one I was called actually uh, Pretty Impressive. Yeah, there, yeah. There's some. They're cre- There's some creepy ones on there, man. Really creepy. So what did I say the uh, budget for Texas Chainsaw Massacre was? Can I guess? We're going back to 78. No, what did I say? You didn't say anything. You said low budget. What did I say? I don't remember what you did said. Did you say a number? Yeah. I, I miss it. So it's can like I like under 500 grand is what I said. Oh, okay. And it's what, 78 or something? Or This was 74. Oh, wow. I think I would say, two, me personally, I, I'd say 250. I I scrolled huh. past it. Oh, shit. That's more than Pink Flamingo's budget. Okay. Damn it. There we go. <laughs> Well, you know what it is. What do you yeah. think it is? Yeah, yeah. What, what was the budget that? for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You just said. No, I said what my guess was. Oh, we're guessing. So yeah. 74? Yeah. And what was your guess? 500 grand. I'm going to say $215,000. Close. $140,000. Part two was a $4.5 million dollar oh, budget. I wanted, I'm not, I I wanted, wanted to guess that one, too. Okay, but guess how much it made. Part oh, two. I'm sure a whole bunch. Guess. Okay, so what? how much was it made for? Four and a half. And it came out when? 86. It probably made $30 million. No. How much? Less. Really? Way less. How much? $12 million. Less. How much was it made for? Four. And don't tell me it broke even. Yes, it did. Okay. Well, then probably well, just a little bit more. I don't know. It depends on the marketing and stuff like that. It but came yeah. out at a weird time, I think, Here's the other films. thing, though. What did it make in rentals? Because oh. it's become extremely popular um, since then. It doesn't... I don't know how much it made yeah. in rentals, but if... If you sell, I was uh, so. If you read the George Lucas book, I did. Um, his autobiography is really good, and in it they talk about uh, the resell of the special edition DVDs. He sold thirty-two million DVDs and made two hundred, three hundred million dollars just on thirty-two million. Yeah. So. But he spent more money re-editing Star Wars. Well, they had to clean the film. Than he spent up. The on film, Star Wars. Is that fi- crazy? The, the, yeah. the film was deteriorating big yeah. time, and they had to do a bunch of shit to restore it. I think he's gone too far with that stuff. It's not my movie, so I don't yeah. care what he does with it. You know no. what? I I don't have a problem with with, it, with he do, him tinkering in any way, just as long as you still have access to the original shit, so you and can watch how, how you want to watch it. I yeah. feel the same way. However, right. there are what's called the despecialized editions. And what they did was they went to, they took the Laserdisc version of the original Star Wars and then mixed and matched and and are working on actually, um, it's uh, the uh, 19, they're working on what's called, um, uh, uh, there's 77, there's 80, and there's 83. I just can't remember, there's an actual name of these these specialized editions. And what they're doing is they're taking 
with few exceptions, all of the special effects and redoing the entire film in 4K. Hmm. 4K 77. That, that'll cost so. more than everything so far combined. No. These are, these are, it's called Project 4K 77. This is all done by fans. Oh, really? Yep. They're taking their own time to do it. No kidding. Yep. And there's Project 4K 80, and then there's Project 4K 83, and they're doing just, they're essentially just doing one scene at a time and upscaling it and making it 4K. Wow. I have the 4K 77, but wow. I also have the 16 millimeter one, which is really cool because it's it's all grainy and everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's just fun to watch. You know, I saw a fan film of the Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, Star Wars, they're the first Star Wars. Yeah, it's called SC-38. And I couldn't believe how much better it was than the... The original fight. That's yeah. how I felt Well, yeah, because then that was... And I, I've, I've talked about this a long time um, over the years is how when you watch certain movies from certain time periods, like they didn't have the right kind of fight choreographers in right. there. Like, like you have people that are doing ninja fighting and yet you can tell these people have no... No martial arts skills whatsoever, right. right? It's horrible. And but so when you watch uh the original Star Wars and you see Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader, it, it's like these guys aren't like as good as they should be. Especially they're both fucking Jedi, so it should be way more intense. So I have something to say about that because I'm such a nerd about mm -hmm. it. And there are seven forms, there are seven levels of the lightsaber. Mm -hmm. At least where I left off. There are seven forms of fighting. Like one is this, like and yeah. it goes all the way through. Until you get to Yoda where he's doing fucking somersaults and fucking flips so, and shit. Yeah. And they really show a lot of the different forms of fighting in episode three. And then but then you go to episode four and it like I always have problems with this. I'm like, so Anakin and um Obi Wan fight in episode three. Well, and Mustafar, it, it, yeah. And you'll you pretty much will not see a more intense lightsaber battle yeah and then they fight as you know now it's 30 years later and they fight and it's like back to <laughs> and i'm like oh it doesn't it, for me look uh, it's just like when you watch any... hold on hold on hold on that's actually explained do tell <laughs> so if you've ever you you haven't watched rebels but there's a episode in rebels where darth maul who's been searching for obi-wan kenobi since kenobi cut him in half yep finds obi-wan kenobi on tatooine and he is the older Obi-Wan Kenobi's got the gray hair and the beard and everything else. And Maul finds him and Maul and, and they sit and talk. Really? Essentially. They have a conversation. And Maul and and so they know it's coming down to it's going to be a lightsaber fight. And they both stand up and Maul ignites his lightsaber and Kenobi ignites his lightsaber and does his normal form, which is he brings his arm up, you know, and points the lightsaber at him and then brings his hands forward with the with his index and middle finger pointed out, right? And then he turns, he, he, he stops for a second, resets his form into the formal, which is the older version, into the formal older form because he knows what's going to happen. A, he's too old to do that form, to do that style of fighting anymore. Mm -hmm. So he's created a new form and it's more deadly. It's genius how they did this too. And yeah. as he's sitting there, Maul hmm. does his same exact attack routine same that he did one. to Qui Gon. And Obi Wan is sitting there watching it, and he taps him twice. He breaks Maul's lightsaber, and when he does that, stabs him in one shot. It's quick, dude. It's like Kill Bill Volume really? Two, fucking quick. Yeah. And they did they did that on purpose because it has to match up with Obi Wan Kenobi into the the original trilogy. And secondly, mm, yeah. as time has gone on, Lucas has gone to explain why Obi-Wan Kenobi fights the way he does in the original trilogy. 
And the real reason is because they didn't have the choreography. And Alec Guinness is what, and it was in his sixties. Yeah. And and Darth Vader couldn't move, and they didn't have the technology to do it. And he's not going to change it because he likes what has happened. He goes, but if you really want to sit down and think about it, this is what it comes down to. And what it comes down to is Obi Wan Kenobi knows that this form that he's using prior to when he was in the prequels is a much more stable and better form for anyone to fight in because your feet are always planted and you can defend yourself any way you can. So when you watch Luke fight Vader in in Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. and Luke's trying all these fucking techniques and later and Vader is just standing there doing right. that, Vader has incorporated Obi-Wan Kenobi's form into that fight. So it's actually it's transitional and then Luke does the same thing in Jedi. In Return of the Jedi. So it flip-flops. So what it comes down to is the way that Lucas described it, because Lucas, for all of the all of the animated stuff, because we're, we were watching Clone Wars, for all the animated stuff, Lucas has always been there. He's the one that dictated how the Clone Wars are going to be. He's the one that has dictated how Rebels is actually going to be. And he's, he's a story consultant. So when he said, this is how Obi-Wan fights now, as opposed to the way he did it, that's why he does that. Hmm. But technically, yes, they just didn't have the technology, and that's always Bug Lucas. You know, he, I even knew that before the book. I'm sorry. God damn oh, the, the tables have turned. <laughs> no, it's just I, I keep thinking you're almost done and you keep going. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Did I step on your feet for, for you monologuing for four hours? <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready for a break? There's a thing, another thing about it that's genius is this. That fight, how it ended so quickly, showed something. We don't fucking well. care. And what it showed was that Darth Maul, who was just all about revenge, vengeance, he didn't learn anything. He didn't learn a goddamn thing. And then Obi-Wan, calm, patient, plotting, waiting. He you, he showed the maturity of, of, of time passing by. And that's why Obi-Wan won so quickly. You're just going back to the... The roots of good versus evil. Well, because vengeance, if, if you let yourself be consumed by vengeance, are you really going to learn anything? You're going to self-destruct at some yeah, point. Yeah, and anyways. that's what he did. He Maul fucked himself over because of that. And yeah, it was it was it just played out perfectly. Sometimes you don't need a long, drawn-out fight. That's how I felt about Kill Bill Volume 2. Was I thought it needed to be this huge, giant fight, and all of a sudden it didn't. This little intimate thing ended up being better. So there we go. Little, Wrap it up. Yeah, wow. Okay, intimate. sorry. Uh, I talked <laughs> for 21 seconds. All right. So, are we, um, how are, we're only an hour into this. You want to, you don't want to do an hour and a half? We're going to take fine. a break and then keep break. going. It's always good to take a break in an hour in. My ears so are hot. Oh, let's him breathe. Okay. Yeah. Let's him breathe. Yeah. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.